0: was kind of expecting you to come in with hello. Okay, <laughs> we'll go there again, we go So we we'll start again. again. <coughs> hello. Hello there. Hello. And welcome to Gamer episode 11. We're on episode 11.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. Well done, go- both. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite.
0: Yeah, I'd say I, don't, I don't know. I could maybe do that a bit better than that. I think.
1: Well, we're keeping it in and we're keeping both in. So. We'll keep
0: both in. We'll keep both in. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah so, Bill, if, so, why
1: are we gathered here today.
0: (laughs) Is it bad I got Prince in my head there? Um, (laughs) No, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I was like, we're we're gathered here today. (laughs) Um, Oh god, that's such a good song. Anyway, um, we won't go on about Prince, though we should. Um, So we're here um, because we're going to share our thoughts on the latest, probably the, you know, one of the biggest pieces of news that we'll hear this year, uh, that's the unfortunate demise of meatloaf um, so we're going to sit and talk <laughs> about our feelings about the rock legend that is the meat um, and how has no we're not, we're talking about the acquisition of uh, Activision by Microsoft in a 69 billion dollar pay- uh, payout um, Microsoft now owns Activision is this a good thing for gaming in general?
1: Well, I, I think from I think in terms of news, like for all the years I have followed like gaming news, which I do pretty much every day, and have for I mean years ago, I used to only really get it through magazines and occasionally checking websites. It wasn't until like podcasts became more of a thing where I actually I was like, when did the BSP come out? Like 2005. That's when I sort of started paying attention more and this i think this is the biggest most insane news story i've this i've, I've just ever read
0: i wasn't expecting it um but no. i knew that they'd probably I, mean, have. I
1: haven't been this shocked since the bethesda thing and that was yeah and even then it's like that, that, that kind
0: of yeah that that this blows the bethesda thing out of the water i mean bethesda they paid what 7.4 billion for and uh, which i yeah. thought you know that, that's a that's a lot of money um, and then Activision for sixty nine billion, and you're like bloody hell, like that is so, absolutely ridiculous. Um,
1: so the funny thing is, like the week before, uh, I'll see if I can find it. Um, well, here it is. So the last week, the biggest, uh, sort of acquisition in gaming, in the gaming industry history, was um take two buying Zynga for 12.7 billion and so far that was the biggest amount of money paid for an acquisition then literally a matter of days later and I'll never forget this because I think it was kind of the opposite of the Bethesda one because I remember the Bethesda one really well because I was just playing I was like what in the afternoon or something like that and I was just playing uh, Forza Horizon 4 and I thought and this is back when the we were still on the Xbox One X so I was like waiting on the loading time I thought, I'll quickly check Twitter, see what's happening. And then I saw that, like, one minute ago, a tweet came out saying Microsoft intends to purchase Bethesda. And I immediately messaged you going, holy shit, have you seen this? And the exact opposite happened, because I was doing my class, my course thing. And then I get a message from you just going, what? And I thought, well, he must be talking about the Game Pass games that have just been announced. Because the the Game Pass games this week are pretty amazing. Very good. I thought, because the last time I checked Twitter was like, around the time, was it like 11 o'clock or something like that, I can't remember, when they announced the Game Pass games, and I thought, you must be talking about that, I must have sent a screenshot of that, then around like 4 or 5 o'clock, when I finally opened my phone for the first time in a few hours, I just opened, that was the first thing I opened, was that notification, that message, and then I just saw <laughs> that story, <laughs> I was like what the fuck is this, <laughs> I initially saw it as six, uh, like 6.9 billion event at, at first, Uh then I had to do a double take. And then I realized, no, it's like it was like sixty-eight point seven or something like that. Yeah. Which is just so, Bill. We'll get we'll get to what we think now. I've got a, t- a timeline here, which we'll quickly go over because a lot of stuff happened after. Um, the news came out, but we should probably mention. I, mean, I suppose we actually we wouldn't start off with mentioning that. We'll mention it. Uh after our initial thoughts before we go through the, the story or so, the story itself, but uh what did you think when you first said what's your overall um, thoughts?
0: Mind blown more than anything else. Um I personally don't like, I, I actually personally think it's a it's an interesting move by Microsoft, I think. It's kind of Activision's one of those companies at the moment that are obviously they're would, would you say that they're struggling or they're just on the decline in general? Obviously, without the war zone badge,
1: well, in terms of like reputation, popularity, yeah, or, like, no, a, a, just reputation really. Reputation like, like, they still alone. make a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. Like call they call they duty, still make. The... Yeah, exactly.
0: Even like, regardless of the population, or not like, the population, the popularity of uh, of Call of Duty, um, you're still always gonna people are always gonna buy it, regardless. Even if people are like, oh, it's, it's rubbish, it's rubbish, I don't I don't, I don't, want my college, i take that, like people will still buy it, uh, regardless of whether, you know, they want it or not. Uh, so it's still, you know, that and FIFA are the two biggest games of the year that always come out. Massive money makers. Uh, so, that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, Where, where, where am I going with this? But yeah, on reputation as well, Um. Like Activision's obviously not got the best reputation at the moment. It's definitely a a, a studio, in... I don't know. Would you would you say it's struggling or it's just a lot? I wouldn't of, say it's
1: struggling financially, obviously, but struggling. They have but popularity like crash Yeah, like struggling reputation, struggling to other than be other than popping at college every year, every year. Um i say they're struggling. For me, when I first saw this announcement uh, I thought I just quickly judged it by the current state of the company because literally yeah. all they put out once a year is Call of Duty and they don't really do much. They initially had a a few like glimmers of like hope of them doing something with their properties, where they released that Spiral oh, collection, uh, Crash the Crash and, Bandicoot collection, yeah,
0: the new Crash game as well. It, um, it's about time.
1: Yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, the yeah, an actual new Crash game as well, and uh, uh, the Tony Hawk one and two, Tony Hawk, yeah. remakes or but remasters.
0: For the most part, though, were remakes. That they're pumping, yeah. out. so like of old games of like times gone by, um, like you know the Crash remake, Spyro the Dragon, uh, Tony Hawk, and then that the new game that they did make, Crash Four, um, they it was popular enough, but a lot of people were like, nah, all the big Crash fans anyway. I don't think they were too sort of wowed by it. Um, and
1: the other the other thing is is the other thing was in decline. Off the back of the stuff that well before the whole the sexual harassment stuff came out and all the really awful details that came out about that um was the blizzard stuff yeah, like that overwatch was... constantly being delayed overwatch in general not really being what it used to be DL before um there's no like there's been no news on that like at all. That. yep yeah it just keeps getting pushed back like World of Warcraft is in decline in terms of popularity. Final Fantasy XIV is taking over that now. Um, yeah, they're just in a really weird slump, and I think yeah. they were still making a ton of money like Warzone and Call of Duty were still their top performers. Yeah. But then this news hit of the sexual harassment stuff last year that really just massively tanked their reputation and all the details came out about their work culture. The the, awful, the stories that came out of that were just horrendous. Oh, they're terrible. Um. Like the one that really got to me was uh, I don't know who uh, it was a group of people or a single person Uh, got a hold of this woman's like, intimate pictures and then printed them all out and put them all over the office and then she ended up taking her own life after that incident. Which is it's just awful, awful. isn't it? It's just yep. an awful thing. Uh, and that's just one of the stories that came out. There's a, a Stories that were just, oh, I don't even think about it. Uh, it's just a, a horrible culture they've got there that's been f- festering for years, such as a, you know, a boys club type culture. Mm-hmm. So As soon as that all came out, then the reputation tanked and their shares tanked by quite a large, yep. uh, quite a large amount. And I think, so the story that came, I guess we'll, before we get into that about why why they ended up buying them, but it's hard, I think the, re- the rumor is, or if it's been officially confirmed now, I'm not sure, that Activision approached Microsoft. It wasn't Microsoft approaching Activision, it was the mm-hmm. other way around. Because they were I think just looking for a, or just Clark, for at it. least, was looking for a, a way, a way out. out.
0: Yep. And I'm kind of glad that's the case. Um, but I'm glad they went straight to Microsoft, though. Obviously, like how much was it? $69 billion. That's half the value of Sony. They just went right, you know. There you go, drop sixty-nine billion. And Phil Spencer, you can always kind of tell with him that, you know, gaming and the industry as a whole is something that he's genuinely very, very passionate about. So probably, you know, seeing like right, okay, Activision have approached us to buy them for sixty-nine billion. Let's just do it. Um, just because it is, it's a company that's in decline. So and probably the biggest name, one of, well one of the biggest names as well in the industry. Um, you know, it's like it, it seemed like, obviously to him, it would just be like, right, do it. Um, Say so it's like big, big big, franchises, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, because um, if like Activision start going under, these games are all just, you know, they're just not going to be a thing otherwise. It would just be Call of yeah. Duty and Warzone, and, you know, they're not even in particularly good shape at the moment. Like, Warzone in particular yeah. is an absolute mess. So, that you know, to, to me, that, a worst that's... the a
1: worth-performing Call of Duty launch since... Yeah. Uh,
0: since... Uh,
1: which one was it? Call of Duty 4?
0: Yeah. Which is pretty bad. I, for what it's worth, I really, really like Call of Duty Vanguard. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, but yeah. it's a shame that, obviously, that like, people were just jumping off that bandwagon. People are playing Warzone, but again, it's the state of it's really, really poor, and it's just not built all that well. Like playing on next gen consoles, and buy stations are freezing consoles. Like you're playing on a Series X, and the console freezes, and it's like, mm, that's. I think the, that's not right. The reason
1: why it's in that state was because of the whole QA thing that happened mm-hmm. with Raven Soft, Raven Software, which yeah. as part of the that was absorbed into the Call of Duty Machine, um. There's a whole bunch of QA issues where a lot of them went on strike and stuff like that and they let a bunch of QA people go and they were the primary QA people for that game and that's why the quality of that game has declined Yeah. Uh, over time and it's just, they've shot themselves in the foot it's, it's such a, it's like a, a perfect like, what's the word? where everything, like, everything comes together at once to create a perfect situation is that a word for it? Um, Perfect storm that's what yes. <clears throat> It's a perfect storm for this kind of thing to happen for someone to buy them out, and the, I think the reason why he wanted to, because he knew his, his time, whereas uh, Bobby Kotick, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. his uh, days were numbered, and he wanted to get out in a way that he could still get his pay out. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, he would have been on of because pay out for for uh, for that.
1: Well, for him to get, so that uh, I think it was last year a bunch of Dawkins came out saying how much he would get if he was. Forced out of the mm-hmm. board, and I think he gets like 200 odd million. But he owns 0.5% of Activision because the story behind this is i just been reading up on this that Bobby Kotick bought Activision in the nine, early 19s or late 80s, I think, for about $400,000. Mm-hmm. And he worked that company up to where it is now, but over time, he's been selling his shares and now he owns he only owns 0.5% but 0.5% of oh, 69 68 million billion. <laughs> <laughs> like 400 million <laughs> yeah which is no small amount like no um, he's done well <laughs> yeah and he's I mean no matter what happens like he's he's going to walk away with even more money which is mm-hmm. just awful um Where was I, where did we, how did I get onto this, where was I going with this point? Um, I completely went off tangent. But I guess I'll, I'll, I was saying it was a perfect storm for something like this to happen, but anyway, I'll get into my overall thoughts, and I, I, at first I thought it was just the wrong move. I could see why they've done it, because... They're basically buying into this massive amount of IP and buying mm-hmm. themselves into the mobile space with like King, with Candy Crush, and stuff like that. But that's because I've been analyzing in the way of like the current state of Activision uh, t- today, not in terms of what it might, like, what they could potentially do in the future. And I still, I still personally do think this, but I still think that money could have been better spent elsewhere. Yeah, like. They could have got Capcom, they could have got Square Enix, Started Konami. By,
0: see, I, I was saying that Sega. to someone it's like that's all fine and good buying Activision, like a western company, but they don't have a presence in like the eastern part of the world. Not a big one anyway. So, how would you start penetrating into that? Like you said, like Square Enix would have been an amazing one. Like, Can you imagine that? Um, Capcom, Konami, like these are all big names that could be under the Xbox banner. It wouldn't surprise me if you still see them. I don't I think after sixty nine billion I don't see them buying the likes of Square Enix now.
1: Well you don't know that's like they seem to be really serious about well, it. Well Microsoft does like...
0: no but I suppose they do have an unlimited supply of money. I imagine sixty nine billion they'll make back pretty quickly. Just through like Xbox <laughs> yeah, and they selling operating systems, you know, it's like it's 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 not really a case of money I suppose. Um, so I read,
1: I read online that this deal won't go through until summer 2023. And it's obviously oh, going it's to be that long? subjected to a lot of sort of regulatory checks and audits yeah. and stuff like that in the US. But given how US politics works, where the lobbying system over there is, you know, they can do, they, Microsoft is pretty, Deep in with the lobbying system, so they could easily just say, like, hey, if we just give you this money, you could get this through for us because mm-hmm. that's just how it works over there. Um, so I, I feel I, I probably will go through. I don't see this being a, I mean, maybe it will turn into a big thing where they get, uh, you know, you might see, you remember that whole, uh, what's his face, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack from Twitter, where they had to do that live court case on TV. Oh, I uh, yeah. Uh, basically, questioning the power that Facebook has over, uh, companies—do they have too much power? That kind of thing. So maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever get to that point where they're. I don't think so. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's. I mean, that is a big acquisition. That acquisition alone is like combined, is worth more than a lot of countries' entire economies. Yeah. Uh, which is insane to think about, but. Yeah, so it came out saying that it won't be go through till twenty twenty three, and as I said, I was thinking about it in the short term, but in the long term, because we're compared to Bethesda, we're we're kind of going to see the fruits of that labor or the, the result of that acquisition fairly soon, like this year when Starfield comes out, because Bethesda has always got things in the the churning away in the background. And also they had their exclusive deals with Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I think is the only two deals that they have with Sony. But once that's up, you've literally got Starfield at the end of this year. Uh, That's only a couple years after the acquisition. But with this, if you think about it how Activision works, literally all their studios, apart from like two or three, are working on Call of Duty. And how many Call of Duty do you think they've got lined up currently or they're working on?
0: Probably a good few I would have thought. So what was the last,
1: who who released the last one?
0: Uh, Vanguard was doo-doo-doo. Vanguard uh, It
1: wasn't Triarch, was it?
0: No it was Sledgehammer.
1: Sledgehammer. So you've still got Tree arc and Infinity Wars, which technically doesn't matter because they all still work on it anyway. Yeah, um,
0: still got I mean, still got another two cods. Still to have go Raven in. as well, but they just focus on Warzone.
1: Yeah, they're exactly they're the QA people for that and other uh, development as well. I think. Yeah, but um, yeah, so you have still got Infinity War's cod, you get Tree arcs cod, then you've got Sledgehammer's cod, which is probably in pre-production before Vanguard came out. It so says three Call of Duty games. That they're trapped in. And you don't want to stop development on that. No. Uh, So I think it's going to be a long, 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 long time. Like a good five to seven years before we really see the benefits of this, or Microsoft will see the benefits of it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the benefits of it could happen very quickly in terms of Game Pass. Because... See, that's... As soon as they have the right to those properties. or like They could just put all those games on Game Pass. This so I guess is, they have that tangible benefit there.
0: See, this is, for me, where the benefit to buying Activision came in isn't necessarily the games they're buying into, it's just how much that will benefit Game Pass. Um, so imagine the selling point for like someone who's a wee bit unsure, maybe not necessarily like a hardcore gamer, but let's say someone who does only really play you know, FIFA and Call of Duty um that's all they play so imagine the selling point of hey see call of duties they're that's like they're they're all on game pass every single one of them um plus like the new release you know let's say that goes straight to game pass day one and then you've got fifa as well which is insane to think about which is insane to think about that's absolutely mental that that's potentially well no it's not potentially it probably will be a thing um and then you've also got EA access which is part of um which is part of Game Pass where you get all the EA access games plus the trials to the new FIFA's and stuff. So to me it wasn't necessarily the acquisition of all these titles. It was then how that's going to affect something like like Game Pass and Cloud Gaming, like how we even like cloud game. Because I like, imagine having all these titles on your phone. I was like, I'm just going to whip out Crash Bandicoot and I'm just going to sit and play that, or I'm going to sit and play Spider the Dragon, just on my phone. Or I'm going to have a wee bash at Call of Duty just on my phone. That's mental to think about that, just like through the yeah. cloud. So that to me, that's where this acquisition is beneficial to Microsoft is to really, really, really boost like that interest, and in, like, not that there isn't any, but just to further enhance that Game Pass experience for. New and old Xbox players. Uh, It's just unbelievable. Uh, Just just to think that all those titles are now going to be Game Pass. Plus, you're going to have, like, imagine Diablo. So you're going to have Diablo games there. Uh, Diablo 2, so they had the remaster of that come out not that long ago. So that'll be on Game Pass soon enough. Um, Again, you know, cloud gaming. Diablo's a really, really good one just to play on the go, as we know from playing Diablo 3 on the Switch. Uh, That's really, really cool. So, you know, that's all going to be on Game Pass as well. Um, To, to me, this is where the acquisition is going to show its fruits. Pretty early on. It's just, imagine the, the day when, hey, all those Activision games are now on Game Pass, like, you know, StarCraft as well. Uh, That's all just going to be dumped straight there. PC stuff. Um, Overwatch 2, when that comes out. The first Overwatch will be a Game Pass game. So... Like what do you think will happen with
1: Diablo 4?
0: I don't know. See, at this point I would almost hazard a guess that it's going to be an Xbox exclusive, but because it's already been announced for PlayStation, I I can almost see Microsoft honouring that. Um, yeah, so
1: this is one of the stories that came out. Um, that I'll quickly read now. because I think a lot of the... What was I saying? Yeah, so a story came out because a lot of the worry was uh, the Microsoft would just stop everything coming out on PlayStation. It says here, Sony responds to Xbox Activ- Activision deal. We expect more like to platform games due to the content. We expect... What? This is a weird wording. Oh, okay. Here it is. Sony has responded for the first time to Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard and said that it expects games to remain multi-platform due to contractual agreements. So I'm assuming that's the...
0: That'll be the Overwatch. marketing deal. That'll be the Call of Duty marketing deal. I'd imagine they'll have already agreed terms with Overwatch 2 and Diablo. I wonder. You think? Because I, I don't know how that works, like the ins and outs. Like, I would imagine that would yeah. have been agreed by now. I don't know if they can go back here. on that though.
1: I don't know. Well, I, I imagine it's like stuff like Warzone, uh, Overwatch, yeah, Warzone's going anywhere. all the other current games. But it's like, it's the same thing with, like, they still release new Minecraft games on the, yeah. or they release Minecraft Dungeons on PlayStation. Um. Yeah, so the quote is, we expect that Microsoft will be ab- abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform. But that's a weird wording. That's like... Can you sure active current Activision or multi-platform current, are the ones that are already out, or ones in the future?
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I really don't know. Um, like, because, obviously Call of Duty's a massive thing, so this is, again, this is down to this debate of whether or not Call of Duty will go, um, will, will become Xbox exclusive. Honestly, I don't think it will. Um, It's too big a title. Um, so, like, imagine cutting out half your player base, which, like you said, that Sony's got the marketing agreement to Call of Duty. Probably most units are probably sold on PlayStation rather than on Xbox. Um, or at least, like, retail or digital download it. Well, at least retail anyway. I don't know about digital download. Um, but just judging from a retail point of view, like, definitely more units get shipped on PlayStation than it does on Xbox. Uh, So, to me, then, cutting out Call of Duty and leaving it just as an exclusive, massive, you know, like, monetary-wise, not the best idea. Um, You're cutting out half of your market.
1: after that contractual agreement obligation is over, they say, hey, we'll make it exclusive now, but you can keep it on the PlayStation F. You allow Game Pass a feature on there. See, that's the thing. There's a lot
0: of... Like Microsoft now kind of has a lot of balls in their court, um, a lot of big titles, you know, under their banner, and it's like, right, you know, like what 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 titles would Sony be interested in that Microsoft have? So Call of Duty is obviously the first one, um, the new Elder Scrolls as well, like, you know, I'm pretty sure, yeah. you know, Sony will like that. Starfield, don't think Starfield, well, maybe Starfield might come to PlayStation eventually. Um, but like, I don't think a, as well. But there's a lot of, you know, a lot of names there that Sony's going to be like, here, you know, we we kind of want these titles. Because um, there's a lot of there is now a lot of incentive and a lot of reasons now to go buy an Xbox just purely because of these, you know, purely for Game Pass alone, to be honest. That's kind of like the main thing at the moment. Um, do I think that you know this Activision thing is going to affect Sony hugely? Nah, Sony will be fine. Um, they, yeah. still they've still got all their titles, all their exclusives, which we know hugely popular. They're never going anywhere. There's, they're never going to, that's never going to dwindle. Uh, there's also I saw a rumor that Sony might be looking to buy EA, but I'm not hundred percent sure if that's uh, true or not. I don't know. I doubt it. I think um,
1: they're. I don't think they could easily even do that.
0: No, it's like that would be a lot of money and probably a big massive hit to Sony if they were to go and buy EA. Um and then there's like It's not really a, should...
1: a Sony thing to do. Like they only really purchase studios that they've had like long standing relationships with.
0: Yeah, who like do exclusives like Bluepoint that kind of thing that will, that'll that work on Sony games. Um but so that's why I'm like you know, I personally think Sony will be fine. Um I don't think it this is gonna affect them in, pardon me, this is gonna affect them in a in a big way at all.
1: No. I mean actually in a weird way it kind of did for in the short term, very short term, I saw a story that came out and said that uh Sony's shares fell thirteen percent following the news of Xbox's Activision Blizzard deal dropped uh, the yeah thirteen percent. The movement represents Sony's biggest drop since October two thousand eight, and effectively wipes off twenty billion from its market valuation in a single day. Um, I imagine that's gone back up now. You know what I would imagine so. Stock market stuff is like they just react, then it bounces back. But I mean, it's still a substantial amount just for a, a simple news story like that. Um, I think they came out and said, in terms of exclusivity stuff, or Activision came out and said, "It says here, Activision says it's not planning to remove existing PlayStation games following Xbox's acquisition." Because why would they? It makes no sense. Like, why yeah. throw away a cash guy like that? Yeah, uh, it's, it's the ones after that. The the future ones after the when the deal is finalized. Because also, you'll still get your card game this year, and probably next year as well. It's the ones after that you don't really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, Diablo could that... come out, it's not due to come out this year, but that could come out before the deal goes through. So that it could still come through True. PlayStation platforms. Same with Overwatch 2 as well.
0: See, I think it'll go, uh, both Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 will still go to PlayStation regardless. I don't think that... It comes back to, though, like when, we're, we, sit, when, um, when we saw that uh, especially when Bethesda bought Microsoft, and uh, when Microsoft bought Bethesda, um, that you don't pay seven billion and not have some form of exclusivity. And I think the same rule will apply to this Activision acquisition you don't pay 69 billion and not have some form of exclusivity for yourself. Um, that, that yeah, makes I mean, sense. A Those... lot of that
1: was put into doubt. Oh, sorry, Bill. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say that there's a lot of IPs under the Activision banner which. Support, like you know, a lot of Sony people will buy, so that's why it's kind of like it's a, it's, a, it's a weird one. It's like it's a good idea. Um, like obviously to Microsoft, it's like, oh, we can put the next Crash game as a you know Xbox exclusive, but at the same time, there's such a huge market on PlayStation for Crash that's like, well, it almost doesn't make much sense. Uh, so but it does come back to this you don't pay 69 billion and you have just be like "Eh, whatever everyone can have it it's like you have to have some form of exclusivity I just don't know where that lies yet yeah
1: I mean this conversation came up back when they bought Bethesda I think the reason why people didn't assume at first they wouldn't just make it exclusive was because of a thing like Minecraft where they still Mm -hmm. release new versions of that keep it updated they released I think yeah I think um yeah, Minecraft Dungeons came out before the Bethesda thing happened. Yeah, it did. Um, so they're still releasing new games on even on PlayStation, even though it's a Microsoft property and has been for a long, long time now. Uh, this one's a bit more murky because Bethesda is easy to... You know, it's just a single company with some studios that release games multi-platform, but they're not the, sort of the behemoth that a COD is or like a Warzone is or anything like that. Um, and imagine those deals are a bit more complicated, and the, Bethesda has more going on with it as well in terms of things like Starfield, where because that game is so big, people immediately questioned whether or not it would be exclusive for a long, long time, and they didn't say it for a while that it would be until the deal went through when they pretty much came out and said, like, "Yeah, this is you'll only be able to play this on Xbox platforms." I don't know if we'll see that with Activision for, well, they still technically don't own them yet, it won't be for another year and a bit. So like, even this time next year it still ha- might not even go through, maybe it'll happen earlier, we don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a weird one. I'm still not 100% sure about it, but I've got a list here of all the IPs they could potentially own, so I'll start from the top, they've got Blur, Caesar, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, DJ Hero, Earth Empire, Gabriel Knight, Geometry Wars, Guitar Hero, Gun, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Hexen, Interstate 76, King's Quest, Laura Bow Mysteries, The Lost Vikings, Overwatch, Phantasmagoria, Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype, Quest for Glory, Singularity, Skylanders. Soldier of Fortune, Space Quest, Spyro the Dragon, which is weird, StarCraft, Tenchu, Time Shift, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, True Crime, World of Warcraft, and the Which, I th- in my opinion, that's not really an exciting collection. It's not of the properties, most exciting, in no. Compared to something like Bethesda, where those, their properties mean a bit more to me. Yeah. Um, but the fact that <laughs> former PlayStation mascots. Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, and are under potentially going to be under the Xbox uh, banner. Is
0: that's crazy, isn't it? uh, Really weird. So, whenever you place it says here that a new Crash game or a new Spyro game comes out in the future is going to be at Xbox Game Studios, you'd be like, That's bizarre.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird. It says here, Xbox reportedly intends to keep making some Activision games for PlayStation. So, it says here. It's according to a new report from Bloomberg citing a person familiar with the company's thinking. The publication put this exclusivity question to Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, who said, I'll just say to players out there who are playing Activision Blizzard games on Sony's platform, it is not our intent to pull communities away from that platform and we remain committed to that. Uh, I think there was also a quote on uh, Twitter that came out a few days ago. I don't know if I'll have time to find it. But it was a weirdly ambiguous quote. I'll see if I can find it quickly. I think it was either from Sony or... Maybe it's from Microsoft. Oh, here here is Phil Spencer's tweet. Uh, I had good calls this weekend with lawyers at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honour all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. Um, but a lot of people started questioning that. Mm. Uh says here Tom Warren from The Verge, Microsoft Gaming CEO uh, Phil Spencer says he has spoken to Sony and confirmed their intent to honor all all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. And he says there are a variety of ways you could read this tweet. One of Duty will remain on PlayStation forever. Two, existing card titles will remain on PlayStation. Or three, card will remain until contractually contractual contracts end.
0: Yeah, it says so you, Microsoft
1: used the clever language during its Bethesda acquisition too. That's
0: a difficult one to
1: pinpoint. Yeah, hey, you could read that in many ways.
0: Y- you can read that in many ways. It's like to me, it kind of sounds like they'll. Like all existing contracts and games will remain on the Sony platform. Except, I just keep coming back to you. Don't pay sixty-nine billion, and you don't have some form of exclusivity. Like it has to be there. Um. Yeah. What? Are, what? Where's a lot of that sixty-nine billion coming from? It's it's coming from Call of Duty. So, it's like, do they? I really don't know. I really don't know. It's su- it's such a difficult one to place. Like, if, if it was me, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Call of Duty's too. it's too big a title. And I kind of then feel like saying that, oh, it's not coming out on Sony platforms is just going to be a bit of a, you know, it, it, it's going to be a bit of a kick in the teeth. Plus, it's a massive amount of money to lose out on. Um, So that's why it's like, do they keep it on that platform and then you, any new Crash games, that kind of thing, will then go exclusive to Xbox at that point? So if they, if they the thing? do like a Crash 5, I imagine Crash 5, if, they, if they're going to make one of them, that will be an Xbox exclusive. Um, I, if they're making a new Spiral the Dragon game, I would imagine would go straight to it would just be like a game, uh, sorry, uh, an Xbox exclusive as well it's just Call of Duty, I don't know whether or not it's... like... I don't know whether or not they'll actually be like, yeah, see, initially, as soon as I saw it, I was like, right, Call of Duty's going to be an Xbox exclusive, that's it. And then the more you think about it, the more you're like, "Mm, it's a huge amount of money they'd be losing out on. Like, There's a massive Call of Duty player base on Sony. So that's why it's like, I don't think... I would. I don't think. I don't, I don't. I. really don't know. It's the kind of thing you need to wait and see. Like you said, it could be like three, four, five years away before we actually find out. But I'd imagine. Like, I, you don't pay six nine billion and you don't have some form of exclusivity. And I'm not meaning like you know. Oh, hey the, we've got an open beta only on Xbox. Like, no, it, it's not going to be that. It's going to be like it has to have some. Has to be have something else. At least I think yeah. it does anyway. Um, Warzone, that's not going anywhere that'll stay on Sony. All Call of Duty games leading up to, I was going to say leading up to this point, but leading up to the acquisition will be on Sony after which point, to me personally, if you're paying 69 billion, you'll be like, right, this is going on my platform, and that is that. The story I
1: read here suggests that Call of Duty may be too big for that to happen.
0: Again, this is the issue is that Call of Duty's too big The the player base on PlayStation or on Sony is huge. So, that's then, imagine cutting out all those millions of people playing the game. And they can't play it on Xbox because they don't have one. And it's then, well, you you can, again, this is like another argument for a Series S, but I'll come back to it. But then, if you're wanting a Series X, that's another 450 quid if you're looking for the best experience. A lot of money. Um,. For people who already have PS5s and not overly interested in Xbox, t- to me, Call of is too big. But at the same yeah. time, sixty-nine billion—it's like you don't pay that and not have a form of exclusivity. This is where this is why I'm—I don't know, like where Microsoft's going to sort of go with this. It's like sixty-nine billion, and you've got a Crash game that's exclusive. And you're like, mm-hmm. Crash isn't worth sixty-nine billion, but. At the same time, they could. I don't know if maybe Diablo and Overwatch will then be Xbox exclusives, and then that will be like a massive offset for Call of Duty um, remaining multi-platform. Because then they'll be like, "Well, we've got all these other games. We've got Overwatch. We've got Diablo. We've got you know Crash, Spyro, uh, you know World of Warcraft, that kind of thing, all exclusive to like Microsoft products. It's just Call of Duty will just because of the popularity and the size of the player base and the community for that game. they like, just keep them all involved. That's kind of what I would think, logically, would make sense. It's be like, every other Activision game is now an Xbox exclusive. It's just Call of Duty will be multi-platform, but whenever you load it up on your Sony platform, it'll come up Xbox Game Studios, and that'll be funny.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's too big to... Because I think like, I can't remember. It was maybe years ago, that a new story came out about like, the percentage of people that play Call of Duty on PlayStation. It's pretty much the reverse of what the 360 generation was. Because 360, yeah, that's huge generation. Yeah, like COD was just the place you played. The like, 360 was really the place you played COD for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the, the 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 Xbox One, PS4 generation, where that flipped and Sony took over, and they just had like Sony just absolutely dominated last year, and I think they're up to 110 million now. I think the last reported numbers for PS4s, and I think the last reported numbers for Xbox One was around half that. Yeah, But that was a few years ago. And the the number just came out recently for the series X and S, and it's about 12 to 13 million, which is actually impressive. It's only been a year. Mm -hmm. And they've managed to hit a fifth of their confirmed total sales I think it's been rumoured to be around 50 million, 60 million from analysts. So the fact they managed to hit a fifth of that within a space of a year is like a good sign that they're sort of back in a way. But they'll never be PlayStation. And I think in terms of sales of consoles, and I think you're right, I think if you just take away Call of Duty like that from the biggest platform for Call of Duty is like, I don't think that will directly translate into Xboxes being sold because I don't think Microsoft isn't interested in that. Like They've come out and said that it's not our aim to... I mean, they would like it to sell as much hardware as Sony does. I mean, who wouldn't? Mm. Uh, and Nintendo as well. But their aim is to, to just to grow Game Pass, and that's yeah. why this acquisition is... I mean, uh, the way I think of it is... is Think of it as Netflix now. Yeah, that, that's like... how I
0: describe it. Is just it's Netflix yeah. for Xbox. This is this is my this is the one hundred percent my view on it is that this acquisition isn't for anyone's benefit other than Game Pass. Just to say, look at all these amazing titles, you know, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, every Call of Duty game on Game Pass, and you'd be like, wow, okay, that just kind of now enhances the value of Game Pass, you know, tenfold. Um like you know, being able to just download whatever co- like imagine never buying a Call of Duty ever again. Like you that's great. Yeah, you never need to buy it. Um I'm that's it. That. Yeah, like Call of Duty will now just forever just be a you a digital download off the store off of Game Pass and then that's it, done. Which is crazy to think about. It's kind of like now at this point, especially now, now that this acquisition has taken place that if you play on Xbox and if you've got Game Pass, that's pretty much your gaming future set in stone. Like, you're probably not really going to change from Xbox now, are you? Really? Like, you know, with all these games coming to Game Pass that you don't need to pay for, it's just part of your subscription, you know, you're going to get a taste of that. Be like, wait, right, Call of Duty, great. Just give that we download. Oh, Duty Apple's out. I'll give that a bash. It's like, you know, Overwatch 2 would be like, oh, I'll just download that as and when I want to, rather you know, I'll you know, I'm not too bothered by it, but I'll download it because it's on Game Pass. Um Yeah, it's to to me this is like now you buying into like the Microsoft ecosystem and it's gonna be impossible to get away from it. Just because it's like well you can either go buy a PlayStation, pay sixty pounds for your games or you buy your Xbox and just download it as part of your Game Pass subscription, which is kind of... They've bought pretty much all the big titles, all the big, you know, AAA studios now. They're What, what are they missing? EA, Ubisoft, and Square Enix. <laughs> and at this point in time, just... You never know. You just don't know. they just turn around and be like, Oh, hey, just, we're, we're excited to announce our acquisition of uh, Ubisoft. You're like, all right. I'm really never going to buy a game ever again, are we? <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like At this point in time, I'm just like, there's very few games that obviously you've got to, like to die and Light* like, that kind of thing coming out, but it's like at this point, you're like, how long will it be before Microsoft buys them? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. I think I'll, because we've obviously been very positive about Game Pass, but I'm going to be sort of criticize, criticize it for a second. Uh, I still think we're in that honeymoon phase of Game Pass, there's going to come a time where they have to put the price up.
0: They're going to need to. 100, I, was, like this, going, I was going to come this, back this, to
1: that. £69 billion is the equivalent of the COVID for the, our government, where it's like okay, we've spent all this money. We have to increase the national insurance to get things back on track. To so offset. Get some of the money back. Yeah. This is that. Like, This is like a, a huge amount of money just to get a bunch of games on Game Pass.
0: But even um, still, I'd say they put it up to what? 15 99 a month give or take let's say uh, that's how much it goes to it. that's still worth it
1: <laughs> it's still this is the thing this is what right now I think what they're going to do right this is the way I think about it this is I think it's the right way to think about it So back when Netflix came out uh, everyone went through that that sort of honeymoon phase where I thought well all this stuff all these shows I recognise I can just watch for free and stream them for free not only need to pay this you know $7.99 a month, or what it was back then. But the way Netflix is now is like Netflix has. Because the way it was, similar to where, the, the way Game Pass is now, is a lot of this things that's on Game Pass is stuff that is made by other people, mm-hmm. which is the way Netflix was when it first came out. It was all from other studios. They, which they still do it. They still release, you know, friends and stuff like that. They have deals for the office, that kind of thing. Sort of the big shows, that the big properties from other people, and they pay that money to get them on there. But where Netflix is now is they moved away from that as their primary form of content and they've put a significant amount of money more into original content. This is where I think they're going. They're trying to replicate that where they want to get Game Pass to a point where every month there's going to be a major release whether it be predominantly from their first party development and that's when you'll start to see the price going up. Mm. But then you won't I think for me personally, if the price went up to say a $15.99, I wouldn't feel as bad paying it because I knew every single month I would guarantee yeah, get a fairly sizable game, and that's where Netflix is now as well. Like, like Netflix is so ingrained in the culture for a lot of things, and a lot of shows come out on Netflix that fly under the radar, and I'm sure that'll happen on Game Pass as well. And it still definitely does for small games or third party games, and probably eventually first party as well. But then you'll have your Tiger King moment. Then you'll have your Stranger Things moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me right now, my obsession is Ozark. I'm a big fan of Ozark. I think that's an amazing show on there. I wish they just released their new season. Like you'll have these moments that will come from this form of delivery of, of games. But the difference is, is you can buy them still. Well, they're not going to throw that away, which I like. You can still have the opportunity to buy these as well, which I really like. It's not like Netflix where Once it's gone, it's gone. You can't get it back. You still have the opportunity to buy it at a discount when it is on Game Pass and just before it leaves as well. Um, But yeah, I still think right now we're in that honeymoon phase. There's going to come a time when that price will go up and I think they're still in the people's good graces. And I think a lot of people were concerned, especially this year, because there's not a lot out in the first three months especially for Xbox stuff. Sony has just really got an amazing set of games coming up. Uh, well, I suppose it's just two Horizon and Grand Theft Seven, but they're pretty big. Like, they're very, oh, very yeah, big huge. compared to uh, what Microsoft is offering. But then you have a moment like this week where they put the Hitman Trilogy on Game Pass. They put Danganronpa on Game Pass. Uh, just these random surprise drops that you weren't expecting. They put Mass Effect Legendary Edition on Game Pass. Uh, and I think they'll have those moments throughout the year. Uh, but I think it, yeah, it will eventually get to the point where at least like once a quarter or once every two months, you'll have a pretty substantial game. And I think that's where they want to get to, but it just, it'll take a long time before they can even get to oh, that. Took Netflix yeah, well, a long, long time. Um, that's where, that's where I see it going personally. And I think and, I, I, I am curious when that time will come when we do, you know, stop mentioning it every episode. Because every a lot of the podcasts I listen to, like I just listen to the Firescape cast, which uh, Dynamite Curtain stuff, uh, Mary Kish and uh, Make uh, Matt, sorry, uh, Make Maharty, uh, they pretty much mention Game Pass every single episode uh, and talk about how great it is. I mean, it's hard not to. Um, that's the thing. It is. It's very hard not to. And I'm really curious. This year's going to be an interesting year because you've got the Spartacus stuff from Sony, which is yeah. there. Game Pass equivalent because they have PS now at the moment and I've bought it for £25 for a year which is very very good and what you get on there is impressive but a lot of the games I really, because I initially got really excited because when I looked on there because one of the one of the sort of the fan, the, the sort of PlayStation fanboys criticisms is a, a term called Game Pass fodder, uh, where they just put games up for the sake of having something up and they're not that great, which you know definitely does exist. To be fair, like mm-hmm. there's some games I see on there. I'm like, ugh. But I'm not sure if they've looked on PS now. But there's yeah. a lot of uh, <laughs> that's a lot. There. Of, yeah, there's quite a lot. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I really wanted to play. That I just had that brief moment where I forgot that PS3 games are cloud only. Because on on there you can download PS2 and PS4. So I thought, yeah. oh, that's amazing, you can just download all these amazing PS2 games. And I saw you could download all these really. There's some really good PS4 games on there that you can download. Um, then I saw PS3. I thought, oh my god, I can't believe there's all this stuff. And then I realized, oh wait a minute, I can't. I could can only stream it in 720p, and it looks absolute dog shit. Yeah. And there's a bunch of rumors that came out this week, um, and they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So there's one rumor about this uh, sort of music video that's been announced in Japan from this um, artist. Uh they said uh, on on twenty third of January they're going to debut this uh video or something like that, and people started putting together that the one two because they still so I can't remember what the song's about or what the promotional event was about, but basically the, the date added up to one two three 'cause they put it in the American version, instead of doing day first, then month then year, they decided to do year then day. Sorry, uh, month in day. So then it added up to like one, two, three. And everyone was like, that means they're going to announce they're putting PS1, PS2, and PS3 backwards compatibility on the PlayStation. I was like, you're, that's really scary. Why would they only announce that on the Japan PlayStation account in conjunction with a music artist who's releasing a new music video that day? Well, that's a really weird way to announce a, a big feature like that. Yeah. So people are like really scraping the bottom of the barrel. And another thing that happened as well that I kind of got caught caught up in, Uh, where I think I've got like 50-odd likes and stuff like that on my tweet. Um, Where is it? Oh, here it is. So again, Tom Warren of The Verge said, PS3 games have started appearing on the PS5 store as titles you can purchase. This comes after a Sony patent was discovered that could expand backwards compatibility. I'd say this is probably a bug, but who knows? Then I said, when you watch the video he put up, you can see on the video, when he clicks on the game, there's a favorite button. On the favorite button, you can see the PlayStation Now logo. So I said, I think you can see the PS Now logo on the favorite button, so most likely a bug. Then that tweet just blew up and got a bunch of retweets and uh, likes and stuff like that. Then I had some desperate uh, Sony fans uh, DMing me saying, well, look at this screenshot, like, it says here when you click on the game and look at the game info, it says this download requires a minimum of 15 gigabytes. Then it's like, I'm pretty sure there's always said that. Like every game says it requires a minimum download, even though it's streaming only. Yeah, it and does I went it. on and checked. Yeah, I went on and checked and I said, yeah, it's all there. Like, I'm pretty sure that's always been there. I remember seeing that because that's what filled me when I got excited about when I first subscribed to it uh, for £25. So. I mean, I hope it does happen, because if they do come out with that backwards compatibility on PlayStation, like that, for me, that's...
0: That will be really cool.
1: So exciting. There's so many PS3 games I want to play again. I really want to play... I want to play something... I want to play Metal Gear Solid 4 on something other than a PS3. And I want them to do... I want them to put as much effort in as Microsoft has with their backwards compatibility. Like, I want these PS1 games and PS2 games running at 4K. They don't have to be at 60, though the majority of PS2 games are in 60 frames. But I just want that higher res. If you can just give me that higher resolution on PS3 games and two and one games, like for me, that's worth signing up for. Yeah. So I'm curious what they're going to do, and I don't know because they have came out and said like our the types of games that we release don't really aren't really compatible with this kind of uh service. So if they are going to do it an equivalent of Game Pass, what makes Game Pass so good isn't. Well, it is the fact there's a lot of games on there to play, but it's the fact that a lot of them come out on day of release. And that's yeah. a big thing for me, is they come out on the day the games come out. Uh, there's just one that's kind of blown up at the moment called Nobody Saved the World. Uh, and that's released day and day with Game Pass. And a lot of other indie games and third-party games have. So, I mean, stuff like, what's that called? The game last year, The Third-Person Shooter. Riders, something I can't remember.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Huh?
1: Third person cover shooter, with loot.
0: Oh, outriders!
1: Outriders, that's what it was. Yeah, like that released on Game Pass day one. All that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: Uh it's exciting. A lot of people are like saying, "Oh, I'm just going to hold hang back, and wait for it to come on Game Pass." But I don't really do that. Like, if I really want to play something, I will just buy it. I just don't yeah. see the point in sitting around waiting. Um, so could be I waiting about a very long time. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people are like, "Oh, guaranteed Elden Ring will come out on Game Pass." Sometimes I'm just going to sit and wait. And I thought, hmm. like, no, like no, that was like, d- if you have if you had the entirety of the had the entire the trilogy of the oh, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 1, 2 and 3. Yeah, exactly. If you had Sekiro on there, I'd be like, you know what? You're probably right. In like six months' time, look at the Master Fight Legendary Edition. You know, like yeah, you could be right later the end of this year. You could see Elden Ring pop up, but we haven't seen.
0: Has never uh, even been a Souls game on Game Pass or any form of From Software title, so that's why I'm like, mm, yeah, I doubt. Just, just buy the game. Yeah, There's just no buy point. It. In, if it's you really want it, just play it. It's not really that expensive either. For before like a triple A title that's coming out these days, I think it's only going to be about fifty pound anyway. So it's, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I mean that's why because how much is Dying Light is about forty hours, isn't
0: it? Dying Light's going to be. About, no, I think Dying Light's gonna be a full price one. I think it's gonna be about fifty five, sixty pounds for Dying Light. Is it? I think so. Could be it's wrong on that out. though. Oh, I
1: see uh Star Wars the Sky- Skywalker saga got released date finally.
0: Yeah, finally got one for April. Um then then you've got WWE as well, that got announced. Woo Um. Uh,
1: yeah, you're right, it's around fifty pounds going for Dying Light. Uh which is easier to stomach than the the seventy, the Horizon's going for
0: yeah,
1: or the sixty-five-ish. How much is that going for Horizon? Yeah, 64, 85. Uh
0: So it's going to be yeah. So it's uh fifty-nine ninety-nine on the PS four, sixty-nine ninety-nine on the PS five, and then you're going to have right. a, a special edition which is seventy-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> um. And I think that's all platforms. I think. So oh, no, another, the PS, PS, PS4 that's must been, be a bit cheaper.
1: Yeah. That's what a lot of people are saying look, what you should actually do is buy the digital PS4 version and then purchase the upgrade. Yeah, and 100%. Still cheaper than still buying cheaper. The, P, the PS5 version. Which is um, mental. Yeah, I think I've decided I'm, I'm not. Because I, I always forget that their prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd rather f- focus on a game like Dying Light before jumping into another open world game straight after that. So I, th- I am thinking of February time will be so like February, early February till late February will be Dying Light time, mm-hmm. mix of some other stuff. Then it'll be Elden Ring until maybe around mid March time, and then I'll play Horizon because at that point there's none, there's nothing really out in March. Yeah. Uh, I'll have a quick look.
0: they have got GT that's out in March. Uh, WWE 2K22 is now on for March. Other than that though I don't think there's much else.
1: Yeah, March is Shadow Warrior 3, GT7 Tunic. That was a Game Pass game. Mm. The little fox uh, uh, death store looking game. but It's uh, a a crow you're playing as a fox. Uh, Persona 4 Al- Arena Ultimax. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin.
0: Oh, yeah, I was forgetting about that.
1: Ghostwire Tokyo has been rumoured to come out on 24th of March. I feel like you would have heard that by now. If uh, you yeah, think. I
0: feel like that would have been a thing.
1: Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So there is some stuff. with like 1018 is Wonderland So there is, there is some stuff there, but I'm not. I'm more interested in Horizon than I am anything else here.
0: The only one I'm kind of interested in there is a, a fancy GT. Uh and Tiny Tina's Wonderland, but I'm not I wouldn't be kicking and screaming like, I need these right now.
1: You got all of April here, which is this Lego Star Wars and Advanced Wars One and 2, 13 Sentinels, Ages Rim and Switch. April's just kind of flat at the moment. Yeah. So plenty of time for uh Horizon. But I, I really I just don't I really want to stick to my not my New Year's resolution, but I want to buy a game, play it, and then finish it instead of buying another game that comes out a couple of weeks after, then playing that, and then not, never going back to the game I bought prior. Mm-hmm. Like I really just want to buy a game, stick to it, and finish it this year. I want to give all my attention to just one game at a time, and maybe a, like smaller games that randomly pop up on Game Pass throughout that, but yeah. in terms of like finishing a game, I really want to just stick to it this time.
0: It's fair enough.
1: Yeah. Best way to do it, I think. You also, rare Life is Strange remastered at the first of February as well. Yeah, that's true. Actually, i have already got. So also, I was a good to say another game has been added to your backlog. Uncharted Four, which is oh, being God, remastered yeah, yeah. or I yeah. don't uh, remastered. Uh, 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 updated for PS uh, Five.
0: That's a, you know, point, that's a good point,
1: actually.
0: Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I know. Again, I'll probably let... hold off on that until like April, May time.
1: Yeah. Uncharted Lost Legacy is an absolutely fantastic game. Like I would. Well, the the collection's like forty pounds. so It only comes with. It only come with those two games: Lost Legacy. It's and... Lost
0: Legacy and Uncharted Four, yeah. Because you've already got They're... the Uncharted collection. Uh, yeah,
1: that's right. So you're probably so... better off just buying, or you've already got four, haven't you? from PS Plus or whatever. No,
0: no, uh, off to the PS Plus collection, yeah.
1: I don't know if that upgrade counts to that so maybe you'll, you might be better off just buying the entire collection.
0: Yeah, but i will probably end up just doing anyway. Just Well, the, up, just the to... upgrade
1: for the PS4 version is £10, so you're probably cheaper just buying the PS4 versions.
0: Yeah, like I'll work it out close. I, I probably wouldn't jump out at it day one anyway Um, just because I've got so much else to play around that time. Um, yeah, end of yeah, exactly. So I'd rather try and clear a few games off and then maybe think, oh, I haven't played Uncharted. Let's, let's go give that a dash.
1: I wouldn't mind playing to that one again. I really like Uncharted 4. It's probably my second favourite. My first is Lost Legacy. I thought that was fantastic, Lost Legacy. Nice little 6-8 to eight hour Uncharted game.
0: Can't go really wrong. Solid.
1: Yeah, it's, it's excellent.
0: I feel like they might do that with The Last of Us as well. They might release like a, a short 6-8 to eight hour game, like an extended DLC
1: well see that's what I would have would have loved, but the rumour this year is that what they're working on is, is the, the multiplayer
0: yeah, the oh, multiplayer of mode for the first it, game. So forgetting that they're having a multiplayer.
1: Yeah, so that's rumor to come out this year, but also the other rumor is they're they're remaking the first one. And that'll come out to coincide with the the, the show on HBO uh, this year.
0: I don't know if they've announced a,
1: announced a date for that, uh Last of Us HBO show, sure. release date. Uh, late 2022, apparently. So it says filming is underway and we'll expect the production to last all the way to June of 2022. It'll we'll come out late twenty two at the very earliest. And I think Sony want to release... The remake of the first game. I'm really curious what they're going to do with that because I feel like that game is just too recent to have a remake.
0: I know. I, I, I was just thinking that. That game looks stunning as it is. They don't really need to remake it at all. Maybe remaster it a wee bit but doesn't need We've a already remake. already remastered it. I oh, know, good point. Of course they did on the PS4. Right. The remaster of the remaster.
1: And then they updated it for the PS4 Pro in 2016. Yeah.
0: No, that's to give good, you the 4K sex Forget about that, um, so it's still so stuff
1: fresh in my mind.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel like doesn't feel like a game that needs to be remade at all.
1: I'll still buy it and play it though because I absolutely I prob- love Last of Us.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to see what you know what they do with it. I just don't see see them doing a, I, just, I just don't get the point of remaking it. It just still looks too good.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I'm curious to see what they are going to do with it though.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: So apparently I'm not sure if you saw this but a lot of negativity around the new Pokemon game.
0: Yeah, there's been tons of it apparently they're just, um, Reddit's getting ready to review bomb it.
1: But it says here the story popped up saying Japan's press have played Pokemon Legends uh, and they've said it's an experience like no other. Recent hands-on reports call it completely different and exhilarating.
0: I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Judging by the videos, like it doesn't look the best. Like, it doesn't look. When you compare it to like other open-world games, like especially mm. like the Breath of the Wild. Like, there's just one town I saw, and I thought this looks kind of rough. But I'm not like going on it's Reddit a... and saying that they've ruined my life or anything like that.
0: <laughs> Getting ready to review about it. Um. Yeah. No. Like. I think it's going to be one of those games that's going to definitely benefit from like, hey, we we need a Switch Pro and we need it now. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, I'm really looking forward to playing it nonetheless. Like, it's, this, it's an open-world experience on Pokemon, which is something I've been desperate to see. So I'm, I really can't wait just to see what their take on it is. I've been excited. They announced this, what, like a year ago? Um... So I, I'm really looking forward to it. The fact that that's it now, coming out in a week's time. So yeah, like get it inside me. I, I wish to play some of this open-world Pokemon game. Me and my Pikachu I'm, are going on journeys. I'll, I've um,
1: got some quotes here from the previews, but one part of this is the trailer I saw that actually got me excited was using your flying Pokemon to fly across the open world. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Uh, or the water Pokemon to use as, as traversing through surf. water yeah. as well. Um, It says here, the first thing that impressed me when I first started playing was the exhilarated feeling of moving around freely in a vast field. It feels great to be able to fly freely in the sky but it's especially fun to look for Pokemon that look small below you. So these are just a a collection of quotes. Uh, Saying the ability to ride Pokemon strongly matches the world view making you feel like you're adventuring in the Pokemon world which I personally found to be an excellent system. This system which Now, talking about the battle system. This system, which successfully combines the action of this title with traditional Pokemon battles, is highly accomplished, and I especially appreciate the fact that Pokemon battles are a means to a different end, which fits the worldview of the game. In addition, since you are directly attacked by Pokemon in this game, you feel a great sense of tension whenever you uh, discover a tough Pokemon. It concluded. What was particularly impressive in this experience was the construction of the world. I was impressed by the way the same old Pokemon battles were blended into the new and innovative action, innovative action without any sense of discomfort. The game experience like no other experience and I have high hopes for it as a completely new form of a Pokemon game. The Pokemon game that appears in the game seemed to have changed depending on time. Oh, that's cool. On the time in the game and at night we saw... A, oh, that's cool. So like, the Pokemon changed based on the time of day as well. Yeah, it's uh, like that
0: in the games as well, although like certain Pokemon only appear at certain times of day. Oh, that's the day. true, that's true.
1: One thing that struck me was the Drifloon was very belligerent and attacked as soon as it noticed us. Even if we weren't engaging in a Pokemon battle, they would charge at the main character without mercy. You get this feeling that things were before Pokemon and humans get along. Uh, there are many new elements in this game, such as the vast world in action, but the game is not difficult to play. And I was impressed by the fact that the best parts of Pokemon, such as completing the Pokedex and joining battles, are still included. Uh, so a bunch of it seems like um,
0: seems pretty like it's you know that's good praise to begin with it's off to a good start I'm really looking forward I to think it the, I, I think
1: the issue with the game is that it's on the Switch
0: I think that's it yeah it's the, it's the like, console itself not the game that's the problem either way I'm really looking forward to it playing it I'm really really looking yeah, forward I'm to curious it
1: curious what you're I imagine you'll be reviewing on here
0: I will I will so, I've got my pre-order in. <clears throat> excuse me. I've got, uh, excuse me. Dying for a drink. My th- my throat is very dry.
1: <clears throat> Uh-oh. Hmm? That's not good.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> I am genuinely uh, thirsty, though.
1: Yeah, I a, I do get a, I've got a bottle of water next to me here as well. Need um to
0: need to go get one.
1: Yep, Um, but I think that'll uh, do here. uh, Or uh, we'll end things here. We've talked about the main thing we wanted to talk about. There's a lot of other news that happened. uh, But I I think the Activision thing completely overshadows a lot of it.
0: Oh yeah, that's the biggest news of the week. And Meatloaf time. That was huge.
1: Yeah, I mean next week might be a bit more news heavy. Because I only played about two of games this week because I was busy with my course so mm-hmm. I'm hoping this week will be an easier week for me so I can as soon as it finishes I can just go and play some stuff without having to
0: deal with people do
1: work yeah so yes I think that is that Bill How long there we that?
0: go another fabulous show thank you for joining yeah. us this evening
1: yeah I feel like we want, we didn't want to do another three year one so we just wanted to do that a quick this will probably be about an hour and ten minutes so I think that's enough. We don't right. really have any games to talk about, but I think the next when is it Pokemon comes out? Is that Friday. end of this month?
0: Yeah, no, no, it's Friday. Oh, that or, this week. Yeah, that, yeah, Friday this week.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: So no, I, not thought, long, not at I all. thought it was the end of the month. And I'm off Friday, Saturday, so I'm thinking, go down early-ish on the Friday, go pick up Pokemon, and then that will be my day set.
1: Well, you know what? Maybe we will record it on the Sunday instead again. Could do it. Sunday seems to be like a good day for it. Yeah, so we can hear you talk about it.
0: Indeed. Look forward to that, everyone.
1: Yeah, there it is. The 28th. God, is it the 23rd already? Yep. (laughs) In my head, it was still last week. (laughs) I know.
0: Time's flying
1: 17th. How is it the 23rd? Oh, that's scary. We still haven't we need to, wait well. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction came out on Game Pass. That seems to be getting sort of mixed responses.
0: Yeah. But well, we need to try that, see how see how that oh. is. God,
1: this is crazy. There's this Friday that's coming out. I just I thought it was longer away. The uncharted update as well, the these collection. Uh Yeah, also Dying Light 2 next week, so no, no, next week. Uh, two weeks from no. Yeah, week a week this Friday is coming out, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So you've yeah. got Pokemon and then week- the
0: following week's timeline.
1: There we go. The next two weeks might be uh some good content here. So that's good. Indeed. Unless another acquisition happens.
0: Huh. Which you never actually know. That's one came so out of the blue. It could it could happen. Wouldn't rule it out anyway.
1: Yeah, I agree. So anyway, Bill, how about you take us out?
0: Okay. So Sean, who are we? The Game of Nuts. And Yeah, see you later. <laughs> wow, what one what ending. One <laughs> <What an> ending. <laughs> an absolutely fabulous ending.
1: Yep. Bye bye.
0: Goodbye.